Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Compton, a.k.a. Money Compton. This podcast is available on all platforms, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. You can find me on Instagram at Money Compton. You can also email the show at sportsbusiness at gmail.com. That is S-P-O-R-T-Z-B-I-Z-N-E-S-S at gmail.com. You can also find me on the Twitter first. Coming up on today's show, we are just going to talk strictly NBA today. We're going to talk about things that I've been liking, things that I haven't been liking. Uh, spoiler alert, there's going to be a lot more things that I have not been liking. And then we also going to get into the dummy of the day. But first things first, man, I went home this weekend, um, went to go see the new Japan Pro Wrestling show out there in San Jose with my main man, Mike. Um, Mike and I go way back. We haven't seen each other actually probably in about a solid 15 years. So um, I talk to him practically almost every day. I mean, FaceTime, do all kinds of different varied things, play video games and stuff. Just ain't seen him in 15 years. So I was like, yo. You want to go to this new Japan show? He was down. We got flow seats. We practically sat ringside. Had a great time. So if my voice is a little shot, it's because I've been I was yelling the entire night Saturday night, and we had a good time. So it was it was really really dope to go home and check that out. Now, if you was just listening to what I said Saturday night, what else happened Saturday night? Well, it was the NBA All Star Game Saturday night, and it's pretty safe to say that I did not want to watch it because I was watching something else. But we need to talk about this NBA All-Star Weekend. It needs to be refreshed. From what I've seen, first of all, what is Julius Randle out there doing in the three point, NBA three-point contest? Like, you couldn't find nobody. You couldn't call Clay Thompson. You couldn't call anybody to try to get in because I forgot who it was that got hurt. And they called in Julius Randle as an injury replacement. You mean to tell me you couldn't find anybody else and y'all just had to get Julius Randle out there? That's neither here or there. But also... Let me let me just understand this really cool crew. Let me just understand this. The NBA let a person in the slam dunk competition that is a G League player, Mac Mc, what's his, what's his name? I don't even know this dude's name. Let me make sure I'm not pronouncing this dude butchering this man's name. Mac McClung. I know this dude because he was on the Golden State Warriors summer league team. And I think he even started the season with them either last year or this year. And he's been hopping around the G League. Now, that is no shade on my man trying to 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 to, to still get his, his NBA dream on. But the Philadelphia Six, Sixers, I guess, signed him to a two-way deal. He gets called up, and I think he's only played a career two games. And I think the last game he played, he literally only got on the court for a second, if I'm not mistaken. Um, my man was known for a couple of dunks that he had in high school. If you follow Baller's life on Instagram, he, he had a couple of highlight dunks there. He was a YouTube star. He was a YouTube sensation and he pulled off some cool dunks. Like that, that, that was cool. Um, a couple of dunks that I ain't never seen before. That, that's what's up, man. But here's where I'm kind of like on the whole get up on, on, on the dunk contest. Like. I'm definitely going to sound like a get-off-my-lawn type of dude, but whatever. It's my show, and I can say whatever I want to say. Now, I do remember Kobe Bryant in the dunk contest. I remember Vince Carter in the dunk contest. I remember Dwight Howard in the dunk contest. I remember Amar Stoudemire in the dunk contest. 
I remember Jason Richardson in the dunk contest. I remember Andre Iguodala in the dunk contest. I remember Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, hell, even Terrence Ross. Like you have had players that were legitimate all-stars. Now I looked at the roster. You got a you got a G League slash YouTube star. You got homie uh, Jericho Sims, who looks like a football player who plays like a football player playing basketball for the New York Knicks. I don't even know who else was in the dunk contest. That's all I got. But you ain't got nobody that's 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 trying to get in. And you you know they asking John Morant, you want to get in? Oh nah, man, I, I dunk on people. I ain't a dunker. Anthony Edwards said the same thing. Like. Either get with it or get gone. Like, I don't want to watch. I think uh, TNT a few years ago had a TV show where they had all different types of people from all over the world competing for the dunk contest. Like, this ultimate dunk contest. And it was cool. You know, that, that's cool. That's what's up. But I don't, I don't want to see that. Like, I want to see actual NBA players, NBA stars, I should say, get in there and get, get with it. You know, I... Uh, it really ain't been right since what was that? My man Blake Blake Griffin pulled a pulled a rabbit out of his hat and try to go uh, hook Mitchell. And some of y'all who don't know Hook Mitchell is shout out to Oakland, California. Roll the tape on him. He was out here jumping over cars before Blake Griffin was probably even born. Just saying. So was I impressed by Blake Griffin jumping over a car? Nope. Been there, done that. So, anyways, I'd say I ought to say I'm cool off the dunk contest. Like, okay, cool, a little YouTube dude. A, a G leaguer out here living his best life. I'm not trying to hate on the dude. It's not. It has nothing to do with him. Actually, it has everything to do with your cats that are these up and coming all stars who are supposed to be handing LeBron is supposed to be handing the torch over within the next few years whenever he wants to decide to get out the paint to make sure that the game is in good hands. I don't think that is really happening. John Morant don't want to get no love on Ant, the Ant-Man. Anthony Edwards don't want to get no swerve on in the dunk contest. Um, I feel why I understand why Aaron Gordon want to do it. Um, Cole Anthony, I mean, he, that was a flop. But there's a, there's some dudes out here that can get freaky with the, with the dunks. But they ain't trying to do it. Why? Because they don't want to hurt their branding. They don't want to lose. They don't, you know, they're all scared of... Uh, of their image it's like bro just go out there and dunk if you got it you got it if you don't you don't like if you think about the 2000 slam dunk contest you had vince carter you had tracy mcgrady you had steve francis you had jerry stackhouse and i believe larry hughes like you had actual stars or like i just named who is it let me just say vince carter tracy mcgrady jerry stackhouse and steve francis steve francis tracy mcgrady jerry stackhouse and vince carter all are multiple time all-stars Multiple time all stars like legit. You can you can rock a Mitchell and that's and people gonna be like, oh yeah, I see what you're trying to work with. And I mean, you know, Vince Carter stole the show. He he had the mic and he was in the paint. But I mean, if you look at the dunks that Steve Francis and and, and Tracy McGrady were doing, they weren't bad dunks. So I mean, people want to see a show from A to Z. It ain't a matter of you know, do you want your star player to win? Yeah, but somebody got to lose, and it is what it is. But at the end of the day, the fact that the NBA. And these players can't get on the court because they're too worried about their branding. They're too worried about looking bad if they lose and this and that. It just puts a bad stain. Like, I thought about going to the All-Star game this year just because Salt Lake City was only, I think it's only like a four and a half, five hour drive here from Vegas. And I thought about it. And for the amount of money I'm paying just to see a G-Leaguer dunk, man, I'm cool off of that. I am sleep. So, 
congrats to my man Mac McClung. I don't know what that really does for you outside of the fact that you made more money than you have in, in one night than you have in your whole entire NBA career, G League and, and big and, and the main league combined. But I mean, whatever, bro. Like, I, I don't care. I mean, whoever whoever felt, you know, whoever was digging it like a shovel, if y'all was feeling it, cool. Let me know if y'all did or not. Email the show, but I'm glad I missed it. Now, moving on. Speaking, like I said, Salt Lake City. Why the hell are we having these all-star games in these remote, deserted places? Last year, Cleveland. Who goes on vacation to Cleveland? I'm not. I'm not going to Cleveland. This year, Salt Lake City. I'm cool off it. I know they had a Winter Olympics over there a few years ago, but I'm good. And everything Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley probably said on that broadcast is probably true. I That is not one place in the United States where that's on my top 50 list on where I would go. I'm cool. No, thank you. And next year, they're talking about they're going to have an Indianapolis. What are they going to do? Go down a couple of miles away and go try to get Michael or the Michael Jackson family and try to get them to perform at the halftime show? Like, what are we doing in, in Indiana of all places? Y'all should have just had it in Chicago. It's only like a couple hours away. So the fact that the NBA has, has struck out basically three years in a row with these all-star games in these bum locations. And I, I'm, if you're from any of those cities, tough luck. Sorry, not sorry. But I'm cool off of Salt Lake City. I'm definitely cool off of Cleveland. And I'm definitely cool off of Indianapolis. Sorry, not sorry. Just happens to be that way. But the NBA, come on now. Like, y'all can do a little bit better. If y'all want to go to a small market team one year, cool. Y'all want to change it up to a metropolitan city the next year, cool. But the fact that you've had it in three small market, remote, weirdo places like those three cities that I just named in a row? Come on now, what are we doing? And then you wonder why a lot of these players are feeling some type of way, and they don't really, you know, they don't really try to pull up until the day of the game because Adam Silver's now relaxed the rules because back in the day, players had to show up. I believe it was Friday, and I think now he kind of laxed it till. I think you can come on Saturday, but I was hearing that people weren't showing up actually until the day of the game, what makes things even worse. So it is what it is, but. I think 2025, there are rumblings that the All-Star game may go to L.A. Now, nah, that's what I'm talking about. Why can't we do L.A.? Why can't the Bay Area get in the middle, a little bit of love? They haven't had an All-Star game in almost 25 years. If, yeah, it will be 25 years if L.A. scoops it up in 2025. They haven't had one in 25 years. New York, Chicago, Atlanta. Hell, either Dallas or Houston. Those make sense. You could put it in Miami. Like, you got prime locations to do a couple of things but the fact that you keep try to keep playing it in you know small market places i mean i wouldn't be surprised if somehow okc gets some love and they're able to get an all-star game hell you can even put the game i mean you you really can't at this point but i was gonna say memphis but not really not right now but there's a different like a couple other places boston i'm not mad at boston why can't boston get love and get an all-star game i don't even know if they've ever gotten an all-star game um so why can't you put it out there not saying that I would ever go to Boston, but that makes more sense than Indiana or Cleveland or Utah. Just saying, put it. You gotta, you gotta change it up and put it in some of these big market cities. Big market cities need love too. That's all I'm saying. Now, moving on. As far as the All Star Game goes, I watched a little bit of it yesterday because my flight was delayed, and that was atrocious. It was. It. It. it and the cold part about it, y'all. It's getting worse and worse every single year. I mean, I'm actually surprised the team has not cracked 200 points yet. I'm pretty sure they have maybe a few years ago, but I, I, I'm very, very certain 
that one of these all-star games at the rate they're playing where they're jacking up 133 three-point attempts between two teams in a 48-minute game is absurd. The fact that people are just pulling up from half court, no shade to Dame Lillard, like it's just literally a glorified three-point spot up three-point contest. And then who got them who got the most freakiest jelly that they can throw up on on, on layups? Or who can throw down the dunks? You know, Yakola, the Joker was out here trying to trying to have somewhat of a game, and he was like, "Yo, this ain't my type of cup of tea. Like, I don't know what I'm doing." You know, Joel Embiid was out here trying to play a little bit, but at the same time, he didn't. He looked a little out of place because they trying to actually ball, and everybody else just out here just too cool for school, hot dog and everything, and they just out here just going through the motions. If y'all don't want to be there, don't be there. Play a game of NBA 2K and throw it up on the jumbotron. Everybody control their own player and keep it pushing. Because what I saw last night, I, I watched like maybe the middle of the second quarter and about halfway through the third quarter. And I was like, you know what? I'm cool. I will just figure something else out and watch something else because I'm, I, I, I didn't see what I needed to see. And the All-Star game, it was trash, man. Like, the, it, it's, it's trash. Get rid of that stupid fourth quarter rule where the first team of 24 points wins the game. Cut that, cut that nonsense out. That's just dumb. Okay, if I wanted to watch something that's stupid, I watched the big three. And actually, the big three, that makes more sense because it's just three-on-three tournament. And they're playing up to a, a certain amount of points. This is an NBA. Just go. Get rid of the whole team captains. Go east-west. Figure it out. And actually play ball. Like, I don't know what it is where... It, and, and, and honestly, you know, the, the, the players are always talking about they're here for the fans. They're here for the fans. But am I, I'm starting to question it because are they really? So my thing is this. A lot of these players in their contracts, they get different type of stipends. So if you make the all-star team, you get another bonus on your contract. So to me, it feels like a lot of these players, they'll get their bonus on the contracts. You would think that they'd be happy because they're getting voted in by the fans, coaches, and players and things like that. You want to put on a show, but it's like, nah, it's almost like they're throwing, they're pulling their pants down, bending over and saying, kiss my butt because they already made it. I ain't got to do nothing else. So it is what it is. You just going to sit here and take it. I don't know how the NBA fixes this, but it, the, the, at the rate that they are right now, it's not cool, it's not fun, and it's, I mean, it's not even really basketball. Like, I, I don't understand how you two player, two teams of 12 players, I believe, on each side, 24 players can just go out there and just loaf, loaf for 48 minutes. Like, I, I don't know. It's just not cool. And it's just a disservice to the game. It's a disservice to the fans. And it's also a disservice to all their sponsors. I mean... It just didn't look good. Like these, these players are just looking a little bit more entitled and, and and spoiled and all these other things that a lot of people have been saying over the past few years. And I was like, nah, I don't know about that. But this is the first year where I've been feeling that way. And I and I kind, it's hard to defend these actions when you got players out here just out here just loafing. You know, they just out here just catting off and just doing what they want to do. But the All Star Game, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm glad I didn't spend any time on it. I probably invested maybe 45 minutes total of it good they missed it don't need to run it back don't need to see any youtube videos i'm good it's all good now speaking of entitled players you know there's been a lot of talk uh with adam silver i think kevin durant spoke about it and number two of the uh dallas mavericks now spoke about you know wanting trade demands and his dumb self says something like why can't we have and i'm paraphrasing why can't we have choices of where we want to go like fool you had a choice and you chose to go to brooklyn and you didn't you didn't like it there you didn't fill out your, you didn't fulfill your obligation, but you wanted them to cash you out and you wanted all your money. Well, you didn't even play 50% of your games. Kevin Durant was talking about 
trade demand trade demands and things like that are good for the NBA. Yes and no. Yes, it is. But the way y'all are going about it, no. And the way y'all are going about it is out here demanding trades after y'all, quote unquote, can't get things together. And then now it's all on everyone's news feed. But let me ask you all this question right now. You take away trade demands and all that other good jazz. What storyline basketball related has taken place this year? Like, uh, you know, like we haven't really heard anything really about actual basketball this year. We had the M.A. Udoka situation before the season began. We had number uh, number 11 at the time for the Brooklyn Nets, who now plays for the Dallas Mavericks. He went on this whole anti-Semitic issue, you know, tirade for the first, I don't know, for about almost two weeks where the league basically had to step in because the Brooklyn Nets didn't know what they were doing. You have had the LeBron James, you know, I would say probably the LeBron James scoring, breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record. Okay, that's one. But you've had all of these, all of the stories that have taken place. Oh, Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole in the locker room. And that surfaced on on, on, uh, on wax. So you had all these different stories that I just brought up. Only one of them really took place on a basketball court. And that was more of a lifetime achievement award. Not even about, hey, what are some of the surprise teams that have taken place this year? Are we, why aren't we talking about, I don't know, the Utah Jazz, you know, flirting around? Why aren't we talking about Cleveland turning it around this season? Why aren't we talking about how Boston has just been even killing, probably better than what they were last year with their brand new coach this year? You know, why aren't we talking about, uh, what's another team? Denver, how they just been, to me, they look like they're going to be able to turn it around. No one's ever been bringing that up. And Kevin Durant can say all, the, all he wants as far as, the NBA, you know, they're getting good publicity off of it. All publicity ain't good publicity. And right now, it just sounds like a lot of these players sound like a whole bunch of spoiled and tired brats. And that's just how it is. Now, another thing that I thought about today is that, you know, they were talking about how TV ratings have been dipping recently. And, I, and, and it makes sense because players or people want to watch their team. So, you know, I'm from the Bay Area. Um... Even before the Warriors were winning their, they went on this championship run. I still watched the Warriors. Like I knew, I knew who my my you know who who one through twelve who was on the Warriors squad. Did I? Does that mean I didn't really rock with other players and things like that? No, nah, that's not necessarily true. But these players move around so much. I mean, think about it. James Harden has played what is it three years and three di- four different teams or something like that, or three di- three different teams. He played at Houston, Brooklyn, and then now in Philly. Um, look at look at KD. I think he's on his third team in the last four or five years. Same thing with number two for the Dallas Mavericks. Same, look at Russell Westbrook. I think he's been on five, either five or six teams in the last five years. So you can go from OKC to Houston, Washington, LA, and now to the other LA team. So he's played on like five different teams. LeBron James. He's been he's been moving around a couple of times here and there. So you're talking about. What four or five of your top ten players that are just out here just moving and grooving, um, buying all different types of real estates and trying to figure out what type of state taxes they got to pay in all these different areas that they are, and it's hard for players or it's hard for fans to kind of hone in on the team, and that's why we don't necessarily even have rivalries anymore. I know every few weeks ago NBA tried to do like rivalry week um, with I think it was like the Lakers and Celtics, um, I think it was another one was like Knicks. Sixers, which was a little weird, 
Um, and then they try to throw this one, this curveball in, which was the Warriors against the Grizzle, which whatever. But the NBA is trying to make these rivalries, and it's like, nah, there ain't really too many storylines because no one's sitting down for five minutes and actually playing games. They're too more worried about their brand. And, and, and protecting their image so when things get tough they want to get up and dip set and go have a change of scenery so i was thinking i was like man i can't think of a rivalry like the lakers and the kings like give me what's that right now there isn't one i can't think of one that's like the heat versus knicks or heat celtics with lebron james and kevin garnett and the boys there hasn't been necessarily i mean maybe you could have thought of the warriors and the cavaliers but pretty much Cavaliers got an entire brand new roster, and with Kevin Love being off of that team and going to Miami right now, there ain't not a single soul that's that's on that team that was part of the 2018 championship uh, sweep that they got. So even that that rivalry is no longer there. So there really isn't that much. There's no more rivalries. Everyone's too clicky. Everyone wants to be buddy buddied up. Nobody really wants to play hard, and it's really hurting the product of the NBA right now. The cool part about it is. They got a lot of different, a lot of good players right now, and it just doesn't seem like we are talking about anything about actual on-court basketball. Now, I told y'all right now, I think Denver can probably, I believe in Denver. I believe in Boston. I don't know what this whole freaky, greaky wrist injury, as well as Chris Middleton, he's been out of the the, the lineup pretty much this entire season. You know, you Philly, I, I, I think Philly might be all right. But I, as long as Glenn Rivers is a coach, I have no faith in them as good as they've been playing. I believe in Cleveland, but they just got smoked by 30 against the Celtics, I think. It was the Celtics right before the All-Star break. So, and as far as the West goes, I don't know who's good in the West because nobody plays. You got Zion Williamson hurt. Brandon Ingram's missed some time. Steph Curry's missed a lot of time. You got LeBron James. He's missed some time. Anthony Davis misses time all the time. Carl Anthony Towns ain't played. Kawhi Leonard, he don't play no games. Um, Chris Paul, Devin Brooker, and Kevin Kevin Durant, they've all missed some time. Luka's in and out of the lineup here and there. Number two, you can you can bet your bottom dollar he's going to figure out a way not to. He's going to figure out a way not to play. If there's anything that you can bank on about that man, he's going to figure he's the most reliable, most unreliable, reliable person that I've ever seen in my life. If you need to figure out a way on how to skip something, you need to figure go, go reach out to that man because he will come up with the crazy excuses on what not on how not to work. Um, the biggest J cat that I've ever seen in my life. But so that's another thing about the West is that they don't have there's been no consistency because either teams are punting away the games, and when I say punting away, they'll rest players. You know, if it's on the second night of a back to back, they're not going to play their players, and you know. I am a, I travel a lot, so I like to go to a lot of NBA games, and I was actually just talking to my brother-in-law today, and his favorite player is uh, Russell Westbrook, and he was like, yo, I want to go to that April 5th Clippers-Lakers game, and I was like, man, that does sound like a dope game. I looked at, so here's what I'm, here's what I've been doing when I look at scheduling, and I look at if there's a game I want to play, I, I look to see, A, is it a back-to-back, because if it's the first half of a back-to-back, then yeah, maybe I'll, I'll I'll, I'll I'll take my chances on the first half, but on the second half of a back-to-back, which this April fifth game is between the Clippers and the Lakers, I'm very very weary about going to this game because I don't know who's going to play. I don't know if Anthony Davis going to play. I don't know if LeBron going to punt this game away. Same thing on the Clippers side. We're keeping it a buck. I don't know if Kawhi's going to play. So I'm very very weary about purchasing tickets to these basketball games because you don't know what you're going to get. You you clearly don't know what you're going to get. 
And I'll never forget last year, I was in Denver, my homeboy. My, my, one of my best friends, Sergio, we was going to the, the Nuggets against the Warriors. Mind you, I hadn't been to a Warriors game since the pandemic broke out. We stand in line to get in the building. They had just announced that Steph Clay and Draymond all weren't. Oh, Steph Clay, Wiggins, and Draymond all weren't playing. Now, as somebody who's a consumer, it's like, bro, like, what are we doing here? And, and it's just really, really bad because I feel bad for kids who try to, you know, they scrap you parents that scrape up all their money, and they're only able to go to one game, and they they pull up to the game, and you know, their favorite players ain't playing. And, and, and it's just really a disservice. So I don't know what the league is going to do. But I also know that these owners, they better keep this in mind. To no fault of their own, 2020, it was a shortened season. And 2021, going into 2022, was a shortened season. I believe the CBA expires either in 24 or 25. I don't know if the NBA owners can afford another lockout. Being the fact that they've already had two out of the last four seasons, two of them have been shortened for, you know, obvious reasons. But still, they lost a lot of money on that TV money. So the NBA owners, they they, they, they play with fire right now. And a lot of people ain't realize that, you know, they can talk about how they want to lock out the players all they want. But they they really, I don't know if they can or not, but they, something has to give about these players not playing. These contracts are just, you know, overflowing with extra money. Being the fact that... Um, the TV deals are just getting bigger and bigger, which is weird because the viewerships are down right now. So I don't know what gives into that, but the NBA, they better figure it out. Now, before we get up out of here, we got to talk about the dummy of the day. And this is what really kind of probably put a bad taste in my mouth really on Friday from the get-go of All-Star All Star Weekend in general. Now, I've said this last year, this time of the year, and you can go back. And listen to the show of the All-Star break this time last year. And I'm pretty sure I use this as my dummy of the day. But every time I see this, it just make it pisses me off more and more. I was I was I was in I was in Oakland. I had just checked in my room. I was changing, getting ready to go out to dinner. Changing my clothes. I had the game. I had the celebrity game on just as background noise. And I started hearing different WNBA players' names. And I'm looking down, I'm like, why is Sylvia Fowles out here playing with Shane saying Chi, the dude, the dude that plays saying Chi, like why, why, why are these WNBA players out here with the Miz from the WWE? And it made me so mad because here we are out, you know, the, the NBA itself always has, you know, whether it's Black History Month or the Latino Heritage Night or hell, even the Golden State Warriors, their city edition jersey right now, the jerseys that they're rocking, the black ones this year. It's supposed to be promoting woman empowerment, um, power to the women, trying to uplift our women and things like that. So if we're trying to uplift our women and that's what the NBA's image is supposed to be, why are you having them in a Ringley Bar, Ringley, what's the circus, Ringley Bros circus act of a celebrity game? Like that just does not make no damn sense to me at all. None whatsoever. And the fact that they continue to put these women a few of the women in there. I know Asia Wilson's played in it a few times. Candace Parker's played in it a few times. The fact that they have continued to make a mockery of the WNBA and put them in the celebrity game. If I'm a WNBA player, I'm going to be like, hell no, I'm not playing that, bruh. I don't give a damn if DK Metcalf is out there or not. I don't care if Quavo's out there or not. Like, I'm not doing that. 
And so I got to thinking, I was like, well, I don't know what the rookie sophomore game is looking like, but I know it's weird. And one part, one reason because of that is there's just no no such thing as rookies no more. If you don't have a top two pick, you ain't really got no no assets. So they, you know, the rookie sophomore game, they trying to add some international flavor in. Where I came from, you had females that probably hooped harder than dudes. Okay, my homegirl Janae Morris, look her up. Went to the WNBA, probably one of the coldest basketball players I've ever seen, male or female, just straight up. Now, we've had like you came up where I come from. You can you can. You can get some females and hoop with you. And that's kind of how they get better. And that's how you learn things vice versa. The fact that the NBA has not figured out a way, even in the something as simple as the, skill, the skills challenge, to put some WNBA All-Stars on a team to do the skills challenge. Put them in. Put them, I'm not even saying put them in the All-Star game. Put them against the rookies and the sophomores. If you want to do that, at least it's a little bit more competitive. But the fact that you got them out here against Drewski, um, DK Metcalf, uh, Jan Janelle Monet out here with sunglasses on. The fact that you out here doing that, I feel like it's just a disservice to the WNBA. Either you, either you you say that you stand by them, but at the same time you putting them in circus acts by playing, putting them in the celebrity game. Let them play with the rookies. I think that would be actually a lot better than whatever bull crap they got going on right now, and, and, and help them out. But the the NBA for y'all to say that you guys are pro women or you all got the WNBA's back and then you pull a stunt like this for so many years it's just a slap in the face to them and of course the WNBA players they just happy that they on TV because the rages that they get now are crazy and it's not even enough for them to make ends meet in their aspects so do better with them treat them a little bit more like they're actual athletes that's all I'm asking I'm not saying that they need to be all-star you know all-star last night's game but hell i would rather watch the WNBA all-stars against the nba all-stars if anything just to see what they got compared to what y'all just did last night i'm pretty sure that would have been a better product but at the end of the day the nba they get the dummy of the day for the entire nba all-star weekend y'all stay doodling on the wnba for no apparent reason when that's supposed to be y'all sister company but y'all treat them like they are a circus y'all gotta do better do better with the All-Star Game. Figure a lot of things out. But that is my time. Once again, you've been listening to the Sports Business Podcast. My name is Eric Compton. You can find me on Instagram at Money Compton. You can find me on Twitterverse at Sports Business. You can also email the show. And email me, you know, like, what's some of y'all best dunk contests that y'all can remember? I'd like to hear that. And then next week, we'll definitely get deep into, or take a deep into this sprint that is the playoff push for the NBA season. I think it's only like 20 two 23 games left so be very very interesting to see how things play out but other than that we do the show once a week i appreciate everybody listening iheart spotify apple anchor wherever you get your podcast from make sure you hit the like and subscribe button make sure you leave a great review because if you don't you're just a certified hater other than that i will see you all next week i'm out of here